Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Rochelle, and this is the Bay Area Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citra Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Oakland Athletics and the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming series from a betting perspective over the course of the next few days. Before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds that you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I use Bet Online all the time, and I can truly say it is my favorite book out there on the markets. Now, if you actually want a pretty solid promo, head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bay Bright Podcast. And before we went on break, we talked about what we're doing for this week's show. Once again, going through Oakland and San Francisco and how the baseball teams have been playing as well as the upcoming matchups for the next few days. But before we do that, we're going to do what we normally do, which is recap how we did last week, and we end up doing pretty well. Now, normally we have six games that we're going to recap, three for Oakland and three for San Francisco. However, we only had three last week because Oakland ended up playing against San Francisco, and we thought Oakland would win two out of three. Instead, San Francisco ended up winning two out of three, but we did get two out of the three games right. We got the second game and the third game correctly. So another winning week for us. We'll look for another winning week here and we're going to start off looking at Oakland. Now, it is worth mentioning that since this is going to be recorded Thursday morning, uh, the Thursday games for Oakland and San Francisco will not be included. So if I mention the record and how Oakland is thirty-eight and, is a 48 and 34, for example, by the time you listen to this, they might be either 39, uh, 49 and 34 or 48 and 35 because the game against the Rangers on Thursday afternoon might be over. But the point is, is that just for reference, I'm using the records and the stats leading up to the Thursday game. So looking at Oakland, they're going to be taking on the Red Sox in the Coliseum. And looking at the first matchup, you have Montes against Eduardo Rodriguez. Now, the Red Sox are in first place in the AL East. This team has been on a roll lately. And you want to talk about how these teams have fared so far this season. Oakland has won two of the first three. They played a little while ago uh, in Fenway Park, about a month and change ago. But the point is is that both these teams have still looked like two of the better teams in the AL. And I do wonder how Boston's going to do on the highway. Boston is very good on the road, 24-14. and Meanwhile, Oakland is 26-19 and at home. So this should be a pretty nice clash between these two teams. Now for the betting odds, Oakland is favored at around minus 120, and the over-under is 9. Uh, with Rodriguez, his numbers are not very good, but his record's pretty good. 6-4 and four record with a 5.83 ERA, so that tells you he's getting a ton of run support, which doesn't surprise you because Boston is one of the best offenses in the league, but his whip is 1.41. And looking at Montes on the other end for Oakland, 7-7, 4.72 ERA, 1.33 whip. So him as well, 4.72 ERA, not great, but he does have seven wins. So seven losses as well isn't great, but the point is that he's winning games despite giving up a decent amount of runs. So my prediction for this matchup, 
First of all, looking at the total at 9, I like the over. You're looking at two pitchers who struggle when it comes to allowing home runs. They struggle allowing hits, and I do think you will see both offenses play well in this spot. Eduardo Rodriguez has allowed 12 home runs in 78 and two-thirds innings. He's also allowing 92 hits, so he's allowing over a hit per inning. Meanwhile, Montes is allowing 14 home runs in 87.2 innings of work, and he's also allowing 93 hits, so he's also allowing over a hit per inning, plus he's also had 24 walks. So the command's been a bit of an issue for Montes, which shouldn't be that surprising because it has been the main issue he's had in his career, where sometimes he loses control of the zone, and that should be an issue against Boston because Boston has a lot of very disciplined hitters, and I do think that Montes could get himself into trouble if he loses command like he has in the past. But looking at the actual spot here, I'm actually going to be taking the Red Sox in this spot. I think that even though Rodriguez has been relatively underwhelming so far this season. Boston scores for him, and Boston's entering this game following a pretty uh, dominant series against Kansas City over the last few days, and I do think that with Boston in the middle of a winning streak in first place as well, and looking at Rodriguez's last couple of starts, six innings, three runs against Tampa, six innings, two runs against the Yankees, it seems like he has started to right the ship a little bit, and I do think that he should continue to pitch well into this spot, or pitch relatively well, I don't think he's going to pitch dominantly, but I do think he can go six innings, four runs or so. Meanwhile, looking at Montes, he has been, well, okay, I guess. You look at the last couple of starts, five innings, three runs, six and a third, two runs. um, Six and a third, two earned runs, sorry. Seven innings, two earned runs, five innings, two earned runs. But I did skip a start there because he ended up facing off against the Rangers on the 21st of June, and he went five and two thirds and gave up eight earned runs, so... Montes has been known to blow up on occasion, like I mentioned before, and with how, based on how Boston's been playing lately, I think Montes will struggle once again. I think that the Red Sox will probably put up 4-5 to five against them, and I think this game should be pretty high scoring, but I will take the Red Sox into this series opener. So once again, I like the Red Sox, especially getting plus money in this spot, and I also like the over as my favorite play, as both these pitchers have not been very good, especially um, just lately, but, well, lately, they've been a little bit better, but the point is, as a whole, they've definitely underperformed up to this point, but looking at the Saturday game, this game's going to be on Fox, so it is going to be a nationally televised game, taking place at around 7.15 Eastern time, now, for this pitching matchup, you have Richards against Irvin, Richards has not been pretty good, has not been, uh, doing well this season, 4-5 and five record, 4.96 ERA, 1.69 whip, meanwhile, Irvin, 6-7 record, 3.64 ERA, 1.22 whip. I'm not going to spend much time on this game. I like Oakland. I think Oakland will do a pretty good job of getting back on track. Richards is not a guy who I've liked, and people remember him from the Angels. Not very good, just the way I look at it. I never thought he was a really good pitcher. But Irvin actually has impressed me. I think that even though he's 6-7, and seven, the ERA being sub-3-7 tells me that he's been pretty solid this season. And I do think that Irvin is the better pitcher. So, I think Oakland will get back on track, and I do think that Irvin will pitch well. So, I like Oakland to even up the series at one apiece. And now, I'm going to look at the final game of the series that will be taking place on a Sunday afternoon. It's going to be a matchup between Caprillion and Pavetta. Now, Pavetta's numbers are pretty interesting because he's 6-3 and three with a 4.43 ERA and a 1.32 whip, which sound pretty good. However... He has won six games despite having a 4.4 ERA because he was leading the entire league in run support for the majority of the season. Not so much lately, but earlier in the year, he was getting a ton of run support per start. Meanwhile, Caprillion, 
has been very good. 4-2 record with a 3.06 ERA, 1.1 whip. Looking at this matchup, I do think it'll be very close. Pavetta tends to get a lot of run support, but Caprillian's the much better pitcher, in my opinion. And I was never a big Pavetta guy when he was with Philly. I know he's pitched a little bit better so far this season, but Caprillian looks like he could be really good. And I think Oakland will do a pretty good job of getting to Pavetta early, getting into uh, some pretty nice offensive situations. And I do think Pavetta might not get through more than five. And Boston's bullpen has definitely been the Achilles heel for this team. So I do think Oakland will get it done. So once again, I like Oakland to win two of the three games in this upcoming series against Boston. But switching gears, talking about the Giants, we're going to be looking at their matchup over the weekend. That is going to be a four-game series, but once again, we can't really talk about the Thursday game because it hasn't happened yet. So I could go through it quickly, I suppose. But you're looking at Cueto against Kelly. I like Cueto in that spot. I just think that Kelly, despite pitching a little bit better uh, lately, I do think that the Giants being... Uh, one of the better teams in the National League, if not one of the best teams in the National League record-wise, against the Dimebacks, who have been absolutely atrocious. I think the Giants should tee off on this team, and I do think you'll see the Giants get off to a pretty good start on Thursday. And I believe that price is around Giants minus 140. But looking at the Friday game, you have Alex Wood against Zach Gallon. Now, Gallon's a pitcher who I like a lot. I remember him from Miami. He was pretty good. He has had some injury issues, though, this season, which is why he has really not made many appearances. But looking at the numbers... Wood is 6-3 with a 3.91 ERA, 1.18 whip. Meanwhile, Gallon has a 1-3 record with a 3.69 ERA and a 1.26 whip. The record doesn't really concern me because we know Arizona doesn't win many games. They're 22-60, and 60, which just tells you all you need to know about how bad this team is. So the record doesn't really concern me, but Gallon is probably the most talented pitcher on the staff, which doesn't really mean much because Arizona is not very good, but he is a solid pitcher in my opinion. And I do think that Arizona will give the Giants something to work for a little bit in this game. I actually think Arizona's alive in this spot. Alex Wood's a guy who has been pretty good overall, if you look at the numbers. But if you want to look at his recent results, they've been, I'd say, decent. I can't say they've been amazing, but going through the line, uh, last five starts. Three and two-thirds, seven earned against the Angels. Five and a third, four earned against Texas. Six innings, two earned against Arizona. Three innings, six runs, four of them earned against Philly, and five and a third, two runs, one of them earned against Oakland. So he pitched well against Arizona on June 14th, but Arizona has seen him. That's another way of saying it. So I do think Arizona will look pretty good against him early. I think if Arizona is going to win any game in the series, this will be the game to do it. Because I do think Gallon should pitch well. He has the talent to do so. So I do think that based on that Arizona is actually alive, and I do think Arizona is going to... Uh, I don't want to fully pull the trigger because t- picking Arizona to win any game is like a death sentence, but I'll pick Arizona to win Friday. I'll live a little bit dangerously. And now, looking at the Saturday game, you have Long on the mound against Arizona, but the only problem is Arizona hasn't announced who's pitching. So I don't exactly have a pitcher to go with, in this spot. Now, I'm, for that reason, I'm going to go through Long's numbers and we'll discuss that accordingly. Also projected to be 106 miles an hour. I don't know, 169 miles, not miles per hour, sorry, uh, degrees, sorry. Uh, so it's going to be really hot in Arizona. That's what you get for living in the desert, I suppose, but definitely not exactly comfortable uh, conditions, especially for players to try to get acclimated to the 
warm summer months in the desert. So Arizona is going to be really hot. I question how the Giants will handle it, but it's not like it's been cold in California, so I think they'll handle it pretty fine. But Long has pretty good numbers on the road, 2.25 ERA on the highway, but he's also only made one road appearance, and that was against Texas in his first outing this season. Since then, not been great. Five innings, four runs against Arizona, six innings, two runs against Philly, and five innings, four runs against Oakland. So I'm not really a big fan of Long. I think he's okay, especially as a... 25-year-old prospect, but at the end of the day, I can't really break down the game because I don't know who's pitching for Arizona, but I'm assuming whoever it is isn't very good because he's on Arizona. That's kind of a hot take, but I think the Giants should probably bounce back in this spot. Unless Long implodes and gives up six runs or so, I think that the Giants do a pretty good job of hanging around. Arizona, we've seen the rotation, we've seen the bullpen. It's not good at all, and that's how you lose a lot of games because your bullpen can't pitch. So I think this game will be a high-scoring game. I like the over, but I do think the Giants should do enough offensively to get this job done. So looking at the Friday, no, sorry, not the Friday, sorry, looking at the Sunday series finale game, you have the game taking place at 9-10 Eastern time. It's going to be between Descalfani and Caleb Smith. Now Smith is a guy who I, act, I actually think is pretty good. I know his record isn't great, 3.08 ERA, though, 1.27 whip. He was on the Marlins part of uh, trade about a year and a half ago or so, and he's been okay with Arizona since. We'll get their last couple of outings, though. He has been sharp. Five innings, one run against Milwaukee. Four and a third, four runs against the Angels. Six innings, no runs against the Dodgers. Six innings, one run against the Brewers, and five innings, two runs against the Cardinals. Now, you're going to look at those performances and say four of those five sound really good. The only problem is, is that Arizona gives him no run support, and the Dimebacks were 0-5 in those starts. So, Smith has been getting robbed when it comes to how well he's pitched and how the results have really not gone in his favor. But either way, I think that dictates how this game's going to go. I think it'll be very low scoring. Descalfani's been great. 8-3 record, 2.91 ERA, 1.03 whip. I think you'll see a low-scoring game, a bit of a pitcher's duel. But Smith also struggles to go more than five and a third, six innings. So I think that they'll probably pull him around that time period. And I do think that the bullpen will fall apart for Arizona once again. So I like the Giants to eventually break through against that Arizona pen and route to a nice win. So once again, just to go through the predictions for the Giants... Actually, I'll do both of them uh, because we're about to wrap up the show anyway. So looking at Oakland, I think Oakland is going to lose the series opener, and I think that Oakland will win the game on Saturday and Sunday against Boston to win the series 2 out of 3. And looking at the Giants, there's a four-game series, and that game hasn't happened yet. It's going to be Thursday night, so I'll include that in the breakdown for the hell of it. I like Cueto and the Giants tonight. I like Gallon in Arizona on Friday. And I like the Giants to win on Saturday and Sunday. So once again, I like Oakland to win two out of three. And I like San Francisco to win three out of four against Arizona. Other than that, though, that has been this installment of the Bay Bay Podcast. Good luck to all of you and your respective best today. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.